kiali dumedisa banabantate lunabohle ba kenin tempeleng mudimo ali ruise mulemo o safeling Rileboha le rato la hae, rileboha le reko la hae, rileboha tsireleto ya hae, yona e hore udula ay atulusite mapilong arona. Lena keletati le ujehofa alishono lofaditeng, meka khona rinyaka le holona. Asika boshale barona hore rilibone, asika boshale barona kapaka tibo yarona, kapaka ona mata arona, hore ibe riakopanela kasheku. Impa keka muhau lilireku la jehofa, meka khona hore mutlotise ibile rimororise. Batwa dibaka. Pele rekakena le ngolon la letati, kerata hore ribineng moho, me rimutlotliseng, rimororiseng, elekatsela ya hosekela lenzwe la hai.
Eh, I will honor your name. I will exalt your name. I will praise your name. Only you, God, you deserve to be praised. Only you, God, you deserve to be exalted. There is none as holy as you, my Father. Nizolibonga. Nizolibonga. Baina, my parents, let us read together our scripture this morning from the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11. And let us read together from verse 8. And it reads thus, By faith Abram, when he was called, obeyed and went out to a place he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was going. By faith he stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents and with Isaac and Jacob, co-heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundation, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive offspring, even though she was past the age, since she considered that the one who had promised was faithful. Therefore, from one man, in fact, from one as good as dead came offspring as numerous as the stars of the heaven and as innumerable as the grain of the sand by the seashore. This is the weight of the Lord, and may we pray. Father, thank you for your weight. And Lord God, by your Spirit, prepare our hearts, prepare our minds to receive this weight. For, Lord God, your weight would not come down to us and return back to you void without having accomplished that purpose which with you have sent it out. Father, we thank you for your weight in the name of Jesus Christ. And we arrest every other spirit that would want to exalt and compete with your weight. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. From what we have read, we learned that by faith, Abraham obeyed the instruction he was given by God. He went to a place which he knew nothing about. But because he believed it was a word that came from God, he obeyed. And we also learn from what we have read that Sarah, who was old in age, obeyed by faith because she believed that the one who has promised her is and was faithful by faith. So today, Baina, today, Bachwadi Baka, we are going to learn about the faith of Sarah. We are going to learn about the faith 
of Abraham. What we know about faith is faith is putting your confidence. Faith is putting your assurance, your belief, your conviction on something or on someone. In this case, Abraham put his conviction, his belief, his assurance to the promise that God had given him. And the question is, what is that promise? So, brethren, let us go together to Genesis chapter 12 to learn about this promise that God gave to Abraham that made Abraham to be unwavering, to be unmoved, to be unshaken in his belief in what God had promised him. We saw learn in Genesis chapter number 12, verse 2. We also get to learn in Genesis chapter number 15, verse 5. Genesis chapter 17, verse 19. Genesis chapter 17, verse 16. Genesis chapter number 22, verse 17. About the promise that God gave to Abraham. Now going through to Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. This is a breakdown of the promise that God gave to Abraham. And he said to Abraham, I will make you into a great nation. Your descendants will be as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand as the seashore. And he said, I will bless you. I would make your name great. You would be a blessing. Your wife Sarah would bear you a son. This is the promise that God gave to Abraham then. And we know by now that every kind of promise and particularly the promise that puts you higher. The promise that calls for you to hallow the name or to praise or to depend on the name of the Lord. It is not without challenges. It is not without problems. And we know that the enemy will not sit back. And will throw, will throw every kind of doubt. Will throw every kind of aspersions. And oftentimes, if not most of the time, cause you to misinterpret the promise of God. We know that he will try to deny us the fulfillment by way of stealing, by way of robbing, and by way of killing. Because that's all the devil knows. 
That's all the devil knows. When God gives us a promise, he would want to steal it away. So this is the promise that God gave to our father of faith. Some call him the Columbus of faith, Abraham. As we go through the story of Abraham or Abram and Sarai or Sarah, we learn of the many difficulties. We learn of the many challenges. We learn of the many problems that these two had to come across or had to overcome. The very challenge, the very problem that they were faced with was Abraham was too old. And Sarai was barren. And the facts are in the age where they were, they could not have children. They could not have children. It was mission impossible. It was mission impossible. And the Bible or the word state it that they were good as dead. Or that Sarah Abraham's wife was barren and her womb was dead. So there was no way that they could have a child. That was a challenge that Abraham had and Sarah had. That was a scientific fact. That was a scientific fact. But God regardless, made a promise to Abram and said to Abram, I would make you a great nation and you would be a blessing. That was a promise that God gave to Abram. Abrahama batswadibaka o ne a lebahane le dipepetso tse ngata. Yengwe ya dipepetso tse ilong hore o ne a lebahane le tsona. Rifumana mani Genesis chapter 12 verse 10 and verse 11. Where there was famine. Where there was famine. There was drought. And we know drought means death. There was famine. He was faced with famine. This was one of the challenges that Abraham had to overcome. And through this drought, Abraham nearly lost his wife, Sarai, because Sarai was taken into a wife by 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 Pharaoh after Abraham had taken a detour 
to Egypt. And because he feared that he would be killed, then they deceived Pharaoh to say that Sarai was his sister. Now we see here the deception of the devil where he wanted to corrupt the seed. This was one of the challenges that Abraham faced in the midst of the promise that God had given to him. We also continue to learn of the fight that he had to wage to rescue his nephew who was captured by the four, one of the four kings that had taken over or besieged Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham had to wage a war to rescue his nephew. He could have been killed and not see the promise. We also learn because you see promises that glorify the name of God are without challenges. Are not without challenges. You would be challenged at all times. And you would often see a delay. So was the case with Abram. This we learn in Genesis chapter 16, verse 1, 2, and 4, where Abram and Sarah decided to cut corners and help God. Because in the promises that we have, some may happen instantly, some may take long. So, our faith get tested in the process. So was the case with Abraham. His faith was tested on how long he could persevere in the promise of God. And they decided to help God by him sleeping with Hagar, his maid servant, and having a child through Hagar, the maid servant. And for that, Abraham never heard from God for a period of 13 years. Oh, what a challenge. Oh, what 
a miserable situation. Our faith get tested. Abraham's faith was tested. Faith that doesn't go through trials, that doesn't go through tests, it's a faith that would not stand. But the good news is, we learn from Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 and 2 and verse 15 and Genesis chapter 18 verse 10 that God renewed his covenant with Abraham. He renewed his covenant with Abraham. Even ourselves as well. As much as we are tested. As much as we are tested. When we remain strong. God will renew his covenant. The promise. It could be a promise of work. It could be a promise of healing. It could be whatever promise that God has given you. My brother, my sister, my mother, my father. He who has promised us. Let us remain. Let us remain. And let us believe and put our trust and our confidence in what God has promised us. These were the challenges that Abraham was faced up with. I would like us to continue looking at the attitude of Abraham towards the promise of God. And for that, I would like us, Bazalwani, to read from Romans chapter 4, verse 18 to 21. Romans chapter 4, from verse 18, it reads thus, He believed, hoping against hope so that he became the father of many nations. According to what had been spoken, so will your descendants be. He considered his own body to be already dead, since he was about 100 years old, and also considered the deadness of Sarah's womb. Without weakening in the faith, he did not waver in unbelief at God's promise, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God because he was fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Therefore, it was credited to him for right.
righteousness. It is very clear, brethren, that Abraham was too old. And Sarai as well was too old. And as Abraham said, that Sarah's womb was dead. So there was no way that they could have a child, that they could bear a child. But here's something, here's something that caught me. When we read from Romans chapter 4, from verse 18 to 21, here are things that I want to share with you about Abraham. It is said he hoped against hope. You see, the natural hope was gone. The natural hope was gone. Because natural hope is based on the scientifically established facts. And it is secular in nature. Meaning that it looks at arguments of facts, experience, and reason, and perception of people. Science tells us once a woman is at 50, there's no way she can bear children. And once a man is beyond 60, 70, there's no way that man, seed, can bring children or life. But you see, against all of that, it says, Abraham chose to hope against that hope. He chose to believe in the power of God. Now, when they explain it, they say, he staggered or wavered not. Abraham staggered or wavered not. He believed God. As much as he saw his body, as much as he saw his wife's body, he believed in God. That yes, it is impossible with man, but with God, it is possible. He only considered the promise of God. He did not consider his own body he only considered the promise of God because the promise of God was eternal and sure. And therefore, he staggered not. So he never had a doubt. He never had a double mind. He never had. He staggered not. Abraham staggered not. He wavered not. That's what I'm picking up from there. We are talking of faith. We are talking of faith. And as you read Romans 4, 18-21, read it together with James 1, verse 6-8, so that we have a clear picture 
And read it also with 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. So that you have a clear understanding. Right? Because James chapter 1, verse 6 to 8, it says, But let him ask in faith without wavering. So you see, Abraham wavered not. For he that wavered is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and toss. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So when you ask from God and when God promises you, Stand by the promise of God. Put your whole confidence, your assurance, your belief in God that he will fulfill his promises. As was with Abraham. Because we learn in 2 Corinthians 1.20 that for no matter how many promises God has made, they are a yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken and is spoken by us to the glory of God. I don't know what are the promises over your life. Ungalasi temba. Ungalasi itemba. Hang on, believe, trust in God. Your faith would be tested. Your faith would be tested. Put your trust in God. Because we learn from Numbers 23 verse 19. That God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should change his mind. Does he speak and not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? That which God has promised you, God will fulfill because God is faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. Abraham staggered not. Abraham wavered not. He believed in God. He believed in the Almighty. He believed in the Almighty. And what we see here is that Abraham addressed, when he say he hoped against hope, he addressed the unbelief because of the age, because of the experience. It is normal even with us that as much as we have faith, there is that element of unbelief. But if we trust in God, if we trust in Christ, and we don't look at the world around us to move and to shake us, to influence us, but we focus our eyes, on Jesus, then we will waver not just like Abraham.
Even when our faith is challenged, we won't be moved. We won't be shaken. But we would believe in God. We would believe in God. And we would glorify God. We would begin to declare how great and awesome our God is. God who's faithful and powerful enough to keep his promises. I like verse 20, be thereof. It says, he was fully convinced, he was fully persuaded, regardless of how he felt. Because he believed in the true or the truthness of the word of God. Now this means, my brother, your situation do not dictate your outcomes. This implies that your situation or situations have far less to do with what you are dealing with and more to do with what God wants to show you. So being fully persuaded, being fully convinced means you focus on your promise and not your problem. Many of us today, we focus on our problem and we shift our eyes from the promise. But you see, my brother, my sister, my mother, Abraham never shifted his focus on God. By faith, by faith, and I declare today, by faith, by faith, by faith, your promises are to come through. By faith. Because faith only see the ability of God. And I challenge you today to see the ability of God. You see, when you believe and you put your trust in God, that which he has promised would come to pass. I know it is never easy. You know, you're sitting there and you're saying, Muruti hautsibe matata au kilinka haru huona. Muruti hautsibe maima au kilinka haru huona. E mwanesu mewaka. We go through such. Mpahari dumela ritile tumelo nyaro na hujehofa. Yena watsepa hala. Because nothing it is too difficult for our God. Nothing it is too impossible for our God. Mehari tolen lesaso. Leilung hore, letzuela pele hore matafaza. Leilung hore letzuela pele hore matafaza. Leilung hore letzuela pele hore tisa. Leetong lena le hore letzamayang. Elen leeto la tumelo.
yebo mana njalo mana njalo ungakuchuki because faith doesn't care a thing about what the natural eye can see what the natural ear can hear or what the physical body can do or feel mana njalo mana njalo mana njalo the promise and whatever promise that it is mana njalo mana njalo yes the promise that glorify god the promise that exalt god would face many challenges will face many tests but we know in the ultimate when we put our faith when we put our trust in god that promise will manifest let us look together from the book of genesis chapter 21 and verse 2 genesis 21 verse 1 reads thus the lord came to sarah as he had said and the lord did for sarah what he had promised sarah became pregnant and bore a son for abraham in his old age at the appointed time god had told him at the appointed time god had told him i don't know what your promise is i don't know what you're trusting and believing god for but here it is one thing that i know at a appointed time at a appointed time god will fulfill his promise what we learn from verse 1 and 2 is the lord was gracious to sarah as he has said and he did for sarah what he has promised because here we see that abraham knew his wife and sarah gave birth to a son in his old age and this happened at god's appointed time and abraham gave the name isaac to the son sarah bore for him You see Abraham and Sarah were challenged but they believed God they wavered not they staggered not because they knew that he who has promised them is faithful I don't know what God has promised you yes you are through challenges yes at times you feel that god is taking too long and you become impatient just like sarah and abram and you feel that you could do one and two for the fulfillment but my sister my sister my brother mewaka ndatiwaka hold on 
hold on. Hold on. For he who has promised is faithful. In my conclusion, Hebrew 11, verse 11, it says, By faith, even Sarah herself, when she was unable to have children, received power to conceive of spring. You see, power is from God. To overcome our circumstances, we need to be ready and willing to receive that power because by ourselves and on our own, we can achieve a thing. Sarah received power to conceive. Ourselves as well, we need to receive power to conceive that promise that God has given us. Even though she was past her age, since she considered that the one who had promised was faithful, she believed. She believed because he is El Shaddai. Nothing it is too difficult for our Lord. Nothing is too difficult for our Lord. These were the words of Abraham. And let us listen to the words of Abraham when he was giving glory to the Lord for coming through, for blessing him.
Let's pray. Father, thank you very much for your word this morning. Thank you, O Lord, for it continues to be a light unto our path. We receive it, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we allow it space in our life to do that which we have sent it out to do. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we bless your name. And to all those who celebrated their birthday this month, Mema Mohale, Me Mamukele, Mamurutuarona, Samist Tabang Sheila, Sylvia Sosimokele, I say happy birthday and I release the priesthood blessings of number six. Verse 24 to 26. Thank you. Till we meet again next week. God bless you. Amen.